figure it out. And we're live. <laughs> One day we'll have a good intro where we're not uh, fiddling with our <laughs> sticks and knickknacks. Fiddle and stickies, yeah. fiddle sticks and knicks. Welcome to Marriages for Quitters, where I forget to turn the volume down on my phone. That was my fault that time. Uh, I'm Lucas, and... I'm Lindsay. And we're learning today to quit being your s- each other's and be f- if person. Quit being selfish and be your person's person. That's what it is. That's what it is. One day we're just going to sit and One stare. One sweet day. <laughs> I don't Voice to men. Sorry, that's... Yeah, okay. We were talking about them earlier. Before my time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's old people stuff. <laughs> Well, you are wow. a cradle robber oh, yeah. with your drinking your, your old my lady tea. tea. <laughs> oh, drinking my tea. Drinking my tea. It's what is it doing to my throat? It's mm. coating my throat or something. I don't throat know. coat. I got something you could coat your throat with. <laughs> go ahead. Go hey ahead and hey say it. Go ahead. <laughs> when I was like first recording music, um, I, w- I did like a thousand different regimens to make sure my voice was in the perfect condition. And it's so funny because I used to stress out so much in the studio about, you know, tracking my vocals and getting them perfect and all that. And like, I got to drink my tea now, eat my black licorice, gargle this, do that. And now it's just like, I'm just like, <coughs> la, 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 la. And then it's like, <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Is that why you like anus? I mean, any. <laughs> <laughs> Was that an accident? <laughs> no. It was on purpose. You are um, just so just feisty. Yeah, feisty. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the jokes tonight. You um, badger. <laughs> no, anise, whatever. That black licorice flavor. I think disgusting. I, I think it's pronounced anise. Anise. But I could be wrong because my grandma used to put it in her cookies all the time. R.I.P. Grandma. But we and still love you. Grandma. It was. I loved it. It was my favorite mm. cookies. Okay. That's why I put. A cookie on the ofrenda, and then say cookie again. <sighs> cookie. <laughs> you sound like a baby. Cookie. You <laughs> cookies. Yeah, cookies. Uh, <laughs> before our dog ate it off. So what are we talking about today, though? I got to pick it, and mm-hmm. we are talking about spirituality. Spirituality, which reminds me, I was emptying the ice bath earlier, and I f- totally forgot about that. That's where I go and I pray. So now you can't pray ever. No, I'm just hoping I'm not ruining the motor. Oh Lord. Yeah. You didn't like. Anyway. Hey, you know what? Give me like 13 seconds. <laughs> Keep talking about what we're doing. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, so he's checking the ice bath and I'm all alone. Somebody talk to me. So we're not being rude. I we wanted to have like a live chat so you can say hi. Look. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to do it. I could be doing it wrong. But come back, babe. Baby, come back. I'll just sing to you guys. <laughs> and a little foodie boo. Baby, come back. We're good. Okay. Whew. I was sweating. <laughs> Is your motor exploded? Uh, no. I should have just turned it off, but there was still water in there, and I made a bad, quick decision, so. Yep. Anyways, back to what we're talking about. Oh. What were you talking about with the people before I left? Baby, come back. <laughs> that that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was apologizing um, for looking at our phone so much because we're trying to look at the chat since we don't have a moderator yet. Yeah. We 
I was I looking th- at the chat. I think, you know, I think there might be a way for me to pop it up on the computer. We're not going to figure that out right now. You're right. You're going to do that one, later. One day I'll figure that out, and it'll be one really cool. One sweet day. God, I'm just so low on these Oh, you know what I could do? Such a such a dork. What? Um, I guess open here. But anyways, this week's... Uh, Spirituality. What? What were we going to say? I was going to say this week's podcast. <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> this week's podcast brought to you by Gingerbread. It's okay. I have an icebreaker question. You, we can answer. You can answer it while trying. We were not paid for this. I just tried to pick up really weird wine. What did you just do? I just popped open our YouTube channel. Don't do that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never do it again. No one else could hear that except for us. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's tripping me out, man. Oh. Okay. So I want to try a weird wine or beer every week. Okay. Um, while we do this. So I just picked up this gingerbread mold wine. So I thought we could try it. Last week's was disgusting. What, what did I? It was like mango something. It was disgusting. It was just sweet. Yeah. And I, I did oh, my scientific because I'm making a bunch of wine, too. And so I did my scientific measure scientific measurements like of a wine that you did like. Yeah. And it had zero sugar at all, zero sweetness. So <coughs> let me fill your cup. Oh, we should like um, break bread and stuff since we're talking spirituality and it's like it's the blood of Jesus. That's an interesting smell. <laughs> I got this at Aldi. Thanks, Aldi. Woo woo. So I think it's a red <laughs> wine. Okay. My icebreaker question for you has nothing to do with spirituality, but I just like kind of, you know how I do everything. I just looked up a bunch of questions and I was like, stop. I do. Why am I trapped? I'm trapped in my chair with my headphones. (laughs) So this is what I picked. What's the messiest job you've ever had or had to clean up? The messiest job. I feel like you would have one. Um. Oh, God. Oh, no. Is it bad? Oh, no. <laughs> You're just expecting it to taste bad. I was expecting The messiest job that I've had, um, I mean, a lot of construction stuff. Tree jobs when I worked for Asplund mm-hmm. um, a long time ago. Um, th- working in the middle of winter was, I don't know if it was just messy, but it was like we would walk through swamps in the middle of winter. Oh. So it was below, f- there was snow on the ground. And we were walking through water, just getting soaked, and then just trying to cut. So I, that was kind of messy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but that would be fun, like s- stomping in the water in the mud. It was not fun. It was uh, actually awful. It was probably one of the most the worst parts of the job. That was when I was when you first start. You have to start working on the ground, so you get all the crappy jobs like that, um, following machinery, and then. <coughs> Later, you get to learn how to climb trees, and then that's where all the that's fun, fun happens. That yeah. seems like fun, yeah. More Walgreens dangerous. is calling me to tell me my crazy pills are ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because okay. uh, <laughs> I didn't take them today. <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, I was trying to think of mine. I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more. Um, yeah, messy. I feel like you would get so messy. Messy, like a lot of woodworking stuff, but I've, I've never, I don't know, man. Um, I gotta think of all the jobs I did. McDonald's, maybe. My <laughs> jobs were not. I mean, like Subway. I worked at Subway. Oh, should I tell the story about the tuna? <laughs> I don't remember the story, so yes, I wish you would. <laughs> this is 
Oh, this is not messy, but this just popped into my head. I was thinking with messy, I was thinking of the our kids cleaning up the poop explosions. That's a job, right? That was definitely this is messy. Um, okay, the tuna at Subway. So Subway was my first job. Mm-hmm. You don't remember the story? No. Okay. And at so I don't know if they've changed it since then. This is like twenty years ago. But you you mix the tuna with your hands. Like you wear gloves, but you mix the tuna with your hands mm-hmm. and I'm a mouth breather. Okay. You dropped a booger in there. No. Oh, <laughs> eh, I know. No, <laughs> eh, no. How many times do you think someone's done that? Stop. <laughs> and you ate it. Ah, stop. <laughs> Sorry, people. Oh God. <laughs> I can't handle boogers. Oh, <laughs> don't say the word. <laughs> You're so mean. I'm sorry. Okay. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) My kids can throw up, poop, whatever, but as soon as boogers have anything, clear liquid is fine. (laughs) But milky, green, mucousy. Oh, God. I'm. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I got some milky green mucus for you, babe. I can't. (laughs) God. (laughs) Let me me give you some of that throat coat. Throw <laughs> Anyways, no, it wasn't a okay. booger. Thank okay. God. Okay. Tuna. Yep. I'm mixing the tuna and the mayonnaise. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Tuna and so much of it. Like yeah. so much. Sorry. Tuna and mayonnaise. Yeah. And I was so tired. My mouth was open and I freaking drooled in the tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to know why you shouldn't eat fast food? <laughs> it's because min- no adult wants to work for minimum wage, okay, or these low wages. And so the only people working there are kids like me when I worked at McDonald's. And I used to see how long I could keep a pickle on the ceiling before eventually catching it on a burger. Um, yeah. Oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. like that stuff that, like, now I wouldn't do that. But as a kid, I was like, this is fun. Yeah. And it's just like. And but we're not dead, so I mean. Well, we, yeah. Our bodies could be a lot healthier. I also, I wouldn't, like, if I found some hairs in my food, I would just keep eating it. Like, I would. Uh, my hair, fine. But, like, somebody else's, yeah, you don't I would know? just keep doing it. Might, Seriously? Even if it's a, a butthole hair, I would still just keep you going. You are disgusting. Or if I saw a booger in there, like a big old. <laughs> a very dry, deserty, sandy one. That's fine. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm trying to calm you, take, take you back off the edge. And then a the glob of snow. <laughs> so anyways, in times like this, I like to pray and get <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> well, so I wanted to talk spirituality because I just got back from this Princess Warrior Conference, which I've never been to one. And I don't, I'm not a fan, a huge fan of conferences because a lot of the times they're so cheesy and corny and they like play into all the almost like the theatrics of it to where it's like this is doesn't feel real it doesn't feel like you're i'm really connecting with god it feels like hokey yeah it's not authentic authentic yeah so i don't really like going to those but since all my some of my favorite people were going i was like okay i can do this and um to me the worship was exactly what i did not want it was hokey (laughs) But the message were messages were so powerful, and I know, like when you go to those things, just like, uh, like Christian camps in high school. Did you ever go to those Christian camps? Uh, like, 
In the summer. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess the they might have winter ones too. But um you go up and you're just like spiritual, I feel so great, like God is amazing, and then you come down and then you're living in reality and it's like, how are you taking what you learned into your reality versus like, okay, now I'm home back to normal type thing. So I wanted to um I'm not gonna get into all the stuff I learned and stuff because it's about doesn't go hand in hand with exactly what we're talking about but i thought spirituality was a really important topic between married people dating people all this stuff so that's what that's where it came from yeah and not just um well there's like three layers there there's like my personal journey your personal journey and then Mm -hmm. our journey Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and not like not like our separate journeys are going somewhere different, but we have our own struggles that we go through. And so (coughs) we have, you know, our personal struggles and then we want to try to be on the same page together, their spiritual journey. For example, it's something like um, tithing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's our money, but we have to be on the same page with how much we're tithing. And that's like something that God will tell us. And then, so if God tells me something, you might reaffirm that thing mm-hmm. or say like, I'm not hearing that. Right. And then I just have to punch you and say, well, God told me so. God told me I have to punch you if you <laughs> said no. <laughs> um, I think a big one for us was moving to Michigan because uh, we both said like, we're both going to pray about it and come together. And if we both have the same, you know, heard the same thing from God, in our prayer light, in our prayer time, then we know that it's like a God thing to move. <coughs> and we had four different places that we were considering. Staying in California was not an option. Uh, but I was like, I knew we had to move for our family, but I didn't know like where exactly that would be. And we both prayed about it separately and came together and decided, not decided, but knew that it was Michigan we had to go. And I 100% can see why that is i mean we love it here and michigan is a great place yeah um great place to raise families yeah there's there's so many things that i miss about california like the culture big time i miss all the different languages and different foods and but i think slowly bay city is and michigan in general is like getting there because when i hear someone at work talking spanish i'm like oh let (laughs) me stand next to you yeah well and there's also like there's, there's a lot of diversity here that we just don't necessarily see. Yeah, because they feel, <coughs> I feel like they think they need to hide or something or have their own little, like I saw a hookah lounge. Yeah, well, there's just not, it's not so prevalent. So there's, yeah. it's not like it's spilling over into like all aspects of everywhere, like in LA. Right. It's just like Mexicans are everywhere and, and black people are everywhere and Chinese people are everywhere and all these different cultures are just everywhere because there's so many of them. And here, like, if Mexican people would like to be around other Mexican people to have their heritage, they got to kind of localize to certain groups and areas, I think. So, I mean, obviously, places like Piños Tacos, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's (laughs) real Mexican culture around here. Yeah, nothing. laughing at me and my accent. Inside joke between us. Oh, the penis tacos? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's an outside joke. Um, Outside. But 
yeah, I think that there, these things do exist. And the, all the crews, I mean, if you go a few hours south, you've got way more mm-hmm. diversity and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's just because bigger cities are hubs, you know. Everyone knows about these cities. They go to those cities, and no one really knows about Bay City. Yeah. I think I, I also miss, like, having so many things to do, so many options, but... That, too. Um, I mean, I'm not the best at, like, getting creative with doing stuff because I am working so much, and then it's, like, my... But, anyways, um, there's... If you go on Facebook and look at groups and stuff, there's things out there. You just have to search more than you did in like a bigger city where it's just like billboards everywhere and and everywhere you go to do something in Los Angeles or a big city there's a huge line you have to pay for parking it's so oh yeah crazy. there's not a lot unless you go to like downtown Detroit or Ann Arbor like the yeah. bigger cities and even there you can find free parking you know yeah i know it's weird when i moved here and there was like no you didn't have to pay for parking in no. most places i'm like what the there's good things about LA i'd say the the beach is cool. Yeah. Um, the weather's but I like a little the bit beach nicer here because there's no sharks and there's no salt. Yeah. Oh no. Like the the beaches in Michigan are are similar in appearance. Mm-hmm. I'd say um, you can use them less because of the temperature. Oh uh, yeah. Um, where you could probably go. I mean, actually, I've I've gone to the beach in the winter in California. Like you don't like sit there and sunbathe, but it's like yeah. no big deal. Well, I don't know. Some people are weenies about cold. It was a big deal to me, but now I think I could handle a whole winter, winter on the beach in California. Yeah, like, you could this just is great. This is fine. This What's is 40 warm degrees? and toasty. <laughs> 40 <laughs> degrees. Wow, heat wave. <laughs> um, Anyways, we're squirreling. Sorry. <coughs> but that was something that we prayed about, came together on. Both had the same feeling and heard the same from God and decided to do it. And it was a great decision. And I'm glad that we were on the same page. I don't know that we should have moved if we weren't on the same page. So. Right. And I, I'll, that's why for like two years, I was like, you still want to move to Michigan mm-hmm. after we already moved. Mm-hmm. And I always say yes. Do there was like one time I said no. Do you still want to move to Michigan? Yes. Okay. I miss my family. That's the biggest thing. But that, yeah, that's the sucky part about all of it, but it's like, it's so expensive there. There's mm-hmm. no way we could have this. No. And it's not like we need this, but we needed to branch out and be our own family and grow and learn and, and change. We would never, we'd be very stagnant and still. And that's why I felt that God wanted us to go somewhere else. I don't know that it needed to be Michigan. Um, I think we would have been probably okay, but we did have things to lean on in Michigan. You know, Mm -hmm. if things got really bad, we could, you know, go see my dad, you know, a couple hours away or the zombie apocalypse, you mean? Yeah, or yeah. or Clay, my brother, who's three hours away. I mean, they're they're still a distance away, but they're close enough that we can mm-hmm. get support, and we have used their support. So I think, yeah, it has worked out pretty good and helped us grow and learn. So you had mentioned in a previous podcast about being unequally yoked, um, and like the ox. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is it called? Metaphor. Yeah, that you used was really great. So, what do you think? Bringing that, tying that into spirituality in a relationship in a marriage, what do you like spiritually evenly yoked? I think that, <coughs> I think that you just need to talk about 
your faith daily and have conversations somewhat about it um, because I mean we could you could have totally different beliefs oh hey what's up JD Jay Dizzle we were Cali broke <laughs> yes you could make the money I make now would not it would afford a studio mm-hmm. apartment for us and all here, of us in one bedroom <laughs> yeah and here we own a four bedroom house five yeah, bedroom not, that sounds like a brag. I'm not trying to brag for anyone who has less than that. It, it, we work. It's hard just for crazy it. that yeah, the money d- that you can. It's a crazy money, difference. How yeah. far the money goes here compared to there. Yeah, same same income. Way different outcome. Yes. Well, that's fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Now I forgot everything about it. Thanks, JD. Being equally and unequally yoked. Yes. So. We there's so many different things you can believe and think in spirituality, mm-hmm. like different views on. Um, gosh, my mind went straight to homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> That's like such a hot topic, always and forever, and it's so annoying. Like, yeah. there's so many other things we can focus on. I know, but um, you know, that's just a one that's very obvious and out there. People have different views on that mm-hmm. in in their relationship with God and <clears throat> Christianity. So. That's just one thing you can spi- have split differences on or um, tithing. It's another one, um, whether you should give money. I've, I've had people argue with me who are Christians who tell me, well, I don't need to tithe. I don't think that's important. Um, you know, God doesn't say this and that. And I rather use my money for this and do all these other things. And I'm like, OK, but like me and you, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think I hope so. God. Well, with tithing, yeah. <laughs> For sure. There's other things that we're not on the same page. But when it comes to like spirituality, I feel like we're uh, together. Like we have one huge thing for me is maintaining friendships that aren't all Christians. And that's a big one for you, too. Like I love my friends that don't believe in God. Like and I want to be around them and hang out with them. But then I can always, you know, come home and be with you. Mm -hmm. And we can, like they say, iron sharpens iron or whatever. Like I can feel that like um, reboot when I'm with you. And then it's like, not that they wear me out, but it is sometimes like I'm not a debater. uh, So I don't like, you know, I don't get into those kind of conversations with my non-Christian friends. But there are times where it gets brought up and it's like a little bit exhausting for me because I... um, I want so badly to put Jesus in a good light and for them to see like what he's done in my life that when I come home, it's like, <sighs> I can breathe again. Cause I'm with somebody who's like-minded and who trusts, I trust and I, you know, that feels the same way as I do. But I think I love that you and I both have non-believing friends di- in different religions. Um, but we have each other that are on the same page to come home to what's JD saying. Sorry, yeah, I really need glasses. I think. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think I'm in trouble. Um, he was he's talking about how tithing is a trippy top t- tricky topic because yeah. it can true, be seen true. as uh, political with some churches. I get that, and when you see the inner workings of the church, um, it, it depends on the way you view the church. I mean. If you see the inner workings and you realize that it's a company, then you understand that there's overhead, there's bills to pay, and there's stuff like that. And um, I could see that that tricky road that you can go down 
where you're like, oh, the, the pastor gets all this extra money and does all this and he's living nice while I live poor. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, there are some like <coughs> mega churches where it's like you don't need like is are, is your is our money going towards your fancy lifestyle? That's like, you know, like mansion. Yeah. For like with Joel Austin and, and people like that I, I'm very I'm, a, I'm against mega churches in yes. general. In fact, once I, I prefer mobile churches, and once they find a home, I start to slowly get disinterested. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like whoa, whoa. Um, a shout out Freedom, shout out Radiant. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Freedom, like, I think it was, we left as soon as they did get a place, but it wasn't because of yeah. that. It was just because we moved. Right. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what it is. It's weird. It's like, there's so much more heart. And but spirit. freedom is all about like giving back to the community. Like, they're great, but this, they, they still, still they're still a business. They're still yeah. running. They still have people to pay and, and bills to pay and they still have stuff to do, but they're also doing great things for other people too. Yep. So it's not like they're just taking all that money and mine, mine, mine. And I've right. seen, I've, I've been to justice's house and it's like, he's, he's living humble. Hashtag living humble. Yeah. Or he was, you know, back, I don't know. He might be in the mansion now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, well, that's because he's like a jujitsu master, though, not because he's dude. Yeah, I, I, every day I see a new gold medal <laughs> he's winning for kicking someone's butt. We had a <laughs> church fight club, and that was, and that was cool because that was a way to give back, and that wasn't like, you know, from tithing. I think it was don- the donated time from him and from the other instructors at the dojo. Yeah, and we did fight club, and we went once a week. We our, our club was to get together and beat the crap out of each other, and I think that was great. You see the work they do. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so mega churches, I would just summarize mega church is bad. Small church is good. Take my money. Small churches, big churches. Um, well, there's some, uh, you just like Rocky peak sellout. I love Rocky peak, but yeah. I love uh, That's not, no, I'm a radiant, like, <laughs> Babe, I, I'm a small church girl all the way. Like when we came here and went to Hopevale or whatever, and I was just like, oh, there's no people connection here. I felt like I was just walking in, seeing a show and leaving. Like I didn't feel like it was. We went to Hopevale? Yeah. It, when we first moved here and we were checking out churches. I thought we just went because I thought I checked out one church and you thought that was the one I was like I picked and I was like trying to. And we went to. No, we went to Hopevale <laughs> and I was like, heck no. And that because I think you thought I was going to like it because the music was awesome. But the. I think that was just because Will. That's where Will goes. Oh, And he maybe. was like, let's go here. And I'm totally turned off by that church. Yeah, and it's t- I mean, whatever. There's great people. Which in is it. if you like that church, that's fine. That's great. But we're about connecting uh, with yeah. people. Not saying you can't do that there, but it's there's a lot more levels and steps to go there. And from experience of people who been in that church they've been in small groups and they've mentioned their struggles their life struggles in the small group and not one soul in those group gave two shits about that person Mm -hmm. so that's kind of a testament to how superficial and the whole thing is it's all a facade like yeah and that's what i'm afraid of my (laughs) non-christian friends seeing like i just i want our marriage and our relationship with god to show that we are definitely not perfect. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. I want, I want it. T- I want people to see Christianity as something that embraces, um, each other and loves each other. And we're not, we're not 
superficial and like don't want to listen to your stuff like that's why I was so turned off by that church I felt like if I were to say anything about anything it would just be like just go home and pray about it honey and I like that's all I'm okay all right I'm <laughs> doing that <laughs> there's different um, obstacles in every church but too. I love like my girls you know from radiant when like we we're out on our little retreat this weekend we're talking about nasty sex <laughs> like nasty and that's what I love. Like, let's get real and talk the dirty stuff. Now, about all marriage. these girls are married. Married. Yes, Ma- okay. Sex in marriage. But it was like, <laughs> man, this is a bunch of church women talking about this stuff. This I'm is telling good. You, I'm telling you, you want to find it. It's real. I want the gentlemen out there. If you want to find yourself a freaky deaky, go to church. Okay. <laughs> go to church. <laughs> Them Christian girls. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Uh, Love him. Yeah, me too. Thanks for sticking around for a second here. Yeah, man. Yeah, Not man. sex again. Listen, from now on, every podcast is about sex. We can bring it in all the time. You know what, Katie? Uh, oh, my sister. Yeah. I love you. Pretty soon, <laughs> you're getting married in like two weeks. So She's you're gonna not fi- having sex. So though. you're going to figure out what sex is all about. Nope, you're gonna she's gonna stay a virgin forever. Nope, she's gonna she's gonna consummate and then she's gonna be surprised. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's never had sex. The king girls do not do that. Face palm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I, I think that having non Christian friends in the men group men's group we have right now with me and the guys, it's a group of um, some Christians, some um, non-believers, some people that attend church every week, some people that have it, you know, go to church just for Christmas, and that's totally fine. I think yep. that's great. And and JD, speaking of JD, <coughs> oh, we love you most. Speaking of JD, because um, um, he was talking, he laughed. We met in a Bible group. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Wait, right? Yeah, that's. I yeah. think that is where we met. And then that's when I was like, hey, you play bass? Hey, hey. And he played bass in my band for a while. You're a hot Mexican boy. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, we, we needed some, we needed some, uh, well, <laughs> we needed some color for the band. Oh, I love what's it. What's the, what's the word for getting like in a workplace? Getting diversity. diversity we need some diversity yeah. in the band place. Um, oh no, but he was talking about how men's group was like. There's this common thing of like, where all the guys just go, "Did you masturbate this week? Mm. Did you look at porn?" And it's mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> it's good to have those people keeping you accountable, accountable, but it is like. Okay, back off yeah. my wiener, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about there's more things in life than just talking about the wieners. Um, and for our, our men's group, we just talk about our marriages, really. And we, I mean, sometimes you talk about. Are there any single men in that group? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's all married men. <sighs> I need some single men for my single ladies. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Oh, man, good times. But, yeah, so I think it's important to have those. I mean, not necessarily go along with the things that they're doing because some people do some. Uh, JD said I'm hot. You are pretty hot. It is toasty down here. <laughs> I do this every time. I wear long sleeves. I no, I just I just color balance you to make you look like you're sweaty. Mm, glistening. And I got a heavenly glow about me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Here's something I was thinking about today. Let's hear about it. What if you're married and you're not believers or anything? You're Hindu, whatever. And then one becomes a believer. Then one changes. Then what? I think there actually is a Bible verse. There is. 
about this. Oh my gosh, I love you. So I'm much. sorry, I'm on my thir- second or third year. First Corinthians seven twelve. I didn't even look at my notes. Yes, I did, but <laughs> <laughs> there is. But I mean, I think it says you're allowed to divorce them, mm-hmm. but you they shouldn't. They have to want. They have to want it, not you. Yeah. If you want to get a divorce, like if I became a Christian and you weren't a Christian, and I wanted to get divorced, it's like no. But if you the non-believer wanted a divorce, then it's yeah, biblical or something. Yeah. Which I did not know that. That was something. I thought the only means for divorce was cheating I don't and abuse. I think that's some of the, it's kind of, yeah, like you should never get a divorce. And I think Moses set a bunch of rules or whatever for the rules of divorce and stuff like that. Mm. But it was like, to s- yeah, it was like to save the other person or something like that or, or mm. something weird. I can't remember because those, those don't apply to me because I would never need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the attitude or I'm going to start <laughs> reading Genesis okay, again. Okay, we didn't answer the question. <laughs> well, I think that's where Moses is. We did for <laughs> Christians. But what if, what about like, I don't know how other beliefs see it. Like, see divorces, probably like whatever. But if someone loses their faith or, I feel like if you lost your faith, it mm-hmm. would be my duty in life and my purpose to pray for you and win you back. And yeah, until you did not want to be married any and with me anymore. I feel like that is what, mm-hmm. what it would be. But like other religions, I have no idea, so I'm not going to speak for them. But I just feel like when you get into a marriage, hopefully you're already on that same page and... Some people think like oh, it's just it's just a religion. So why is that so important in a marriage for some people? Yes, it's just religion. Someone can be Buddhist. Someone can be Christian and they get married and they're like, it's OK. We're unequally yoked, whatever. But spirituality isn't really important to them. For me, it's like very high ranking. Like I want you to understand that when I go to church, it's important to me. Like my time at church is important when I'm worshiping and, and, and I'm raising my hands and whatever. You're not looking at me like. She's weird. Although you do make fun of me because I like rock out. I did. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> but it's not a fact. I, I just wish like, that I had that ability. Like I oh. was, I, I'm not uh, comfortable enough to do stuff like that. Which is so weird because you do not care what people think. And I do. That's incorrect. Mm. But a lot of times, it depends on the scenario. But I was just thinking while you said that, spirit, it's just a religion. But it's like, okay, um, I, I relate to music easier. So I write, say I spend you know, a year or something working on this masterpiece of a song. Okay. I write it. Oh, it's beautiful. It's the best thing I've ever done. And then JD takes it and says, Hey guys, look at this song I wrote. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now the analogy I'm making here is if you believe that God made the world and you're, (coughs) you're watching people all everywhere take credit for their lives and everything they're doing and all these great, triumphant things it's like it's not just a religion we're giving credit to the creator the one who wrote this beautiful song that Mm -hmm. we're all living Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. this is his song we're in it we're a part of it and it's only fair to give credit to him you make me want to just jump over there (laughs) and kiss you (laughs) you just make things easy to understand because i never really thought of it that way well yeah i mean so if now on the other hand, if you're the person who doesn't believe, then why am I going to give credit? I'm going to take credit. But that's, you know, that's like the battle. It's like, yes, I work now. 
in the same hand, I can in his universe write a song and want the credit for that song, mm-hmm. but in, inevitably it goes back to him, and that's that's the difference between like a non-believer and a believer. Would be like, I will take credit for my song, but I will give I will give the true credit to God who gave me the ability, and I thank Him every day for He gave me the strength to do this, or I mean, you know, fight this battle, or you know, the other day I prayed and pleaded, please God, don't let me have to go to the hospital for my injuries to heal. And the next day, literally the next day, I was like, my shoulder's starting to feel like amazingly better and my nice. back doesn't hurt as much. And, and I'm like, okay, I think we're, uh, we're going to make it through this. And mm-hmm. it could be a coincidence, but um, I, I, think I like to give credit to where it's due. He is a kissable guy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, do we, do we make out? Jay Dizzle, you made out with guys like I I don't know I feel like I feel like me and him might have made out at a wedding. This is a weird topic to start talking about this kind of <laughs> history. But uh, <laughs> so on spirituality, <laughs> this my male friend. You don't know he was male friend. His name is Jesus. Jesus. Oh, that's true. It <laughs> yeah. is. <laughs> Are you saying you wouldn't kiss Jesus? I would. Yeah. Okay. But not this one. <laughs> Sorry, JD, but that wow. I can't. But like <laughs> on the cheek. No, no, we just we just have a good time. We're just it's like when you see your friend that you haven't seen in so many years, it's like you get like five years worth of good oh times. Oh my gosh, I'm terrible. Like I'm gonna freaking jump on my sister. Yeah. Well you've got like the bachelorette party and stuff. Yeah, so April is the worst. If I see her I just mm, I just run and I just love April so much too. She's just so fun. I know. I just mm, now I miss her. April. She Let's should just. <laughs> she should move with us. She should come. We got a room for you, April. She is not built for a small town. No way. She, she would be perfect in a small town. She has well. She would be like the town. You know, everybody would you know freaking love her, but they would in a big town too. But she needs. She is a social butterfly and needs to go everywhere. But anyways, nobody knows who April is. No, April. April will do just fine here. Right. Okay. Anyways. We can steal her. <laughs> oh, we miss you too, buddy. Who did? We got to hang out, and you got a great location for us to come visit too. Yeah. Wait, it's not North Dakota anymore. North Carolina. Carolina. Wait, didn't they move though? Up. Wait. Hurry. Did you guys move? It was North Carolina, but I feel like they. I moved. thought it's North. Oh no, it's Atlanta now. No, it's Georgia now. That is. Atlanta. Atlanta's in Georgia, but it's not Atlanta. It's Georgia. Okay. I, yeah, I think you're right. So it's not North Carolina. Boo. Georgia's I'd rather go to Georgia than North Carolina. What? Yeah. Oh, wait. Is North that where Carolina, where the beach? We were oh, like, that and, my, and my mom was like, we're going to a wedding on the Outer Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you make fun of your mother. I'm sorry. I'll fight you. <laughs> I just, uh, but yeah. <laughs> and I remember I tried to jump in on that inside joke or whatever. Uh, uh, he didn't answer us yet. Maybe he left. Yeah, but Atlanta area. Georgia. I would like to go to Georgia. He said. He said Atlanta area. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, you're writing a book. I am writing a book, and a lot of it has to do with um, my spiritual journey. Um, it was weird. It was weird going through the process because I explained why I wrote the book and stuff in the beginning of the book, mm-hmm. but um, God, it's not like a Christian book or like a preachy book about that, but God comes up in my life. It's part of my story and I'm not like, and and it was felt weird. Like when I was writing and I was like, I was trying to make it so people wouldn't be uncomfortable who weren't Christians, Mm -hmm. but then I felt inauthentic and I'm like, 
you know what, if you don't like the God part, and I, I saved, like, there's a whole chapter about God at the very end of the book, and I made it the very end of the book, so no one's going to read the first chapter and, and, and be like, oh, this book is terrible. Well, now they're going to know. <laughs> well, I, no, I, I don't, if they stop at the end, that's fine. You can yeah. do, it, do what you got to do. No, I said now they're going to know because they're <coughs> going to hear about it. They're like, I'm not buying that book. <laughs> not if he's talking about Jesus. <laughs> Just kidding. But, you know, it comes up. It's part of my life. You know, I spend... I try to make that the first part of my day. Well, actually, that's not true because I lay in, I roll over in bed. I make sure all the red dots in my phone are gone because that drives me crazy. So I check all those. Oh, my God, you hate my phone. Yeah, I know. I told you about that many times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I do my Spanish lesson, and then I go straight to my ice bath where I sit there for about two and a half minutes and pray to God. All while I'm going crazy trying to get the kids ready for breakfast for, yeah. for school. I, our, it's, I, our modes are very different. I think because you have so much other stuff you're doing. Because when I get them ready, I, I walk over to Lincoln. I lay down and say, hey, buddy, let's wake up. It's time for time to start the day. And he goes, okay. And I say, what do you want for breakfast? And he goes, what do we have? And I said, uh, cereal, waffles, like this. this and he's, Can I have cereal? Okay. Uh, yeah, what kind do you want? This Okay, perfect. I pour him cereal. I go to Cody. I go, hey, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Try not call my princess. Stupid. I don't, but it's very different the way I wake her up or something. <laughs> well, she's usually already awake. Yeah. But but then I yeah just say I ask her what she wants, and then and then basically the whole the, uh, I'm getting ready, and I just every five minutes ago this many minutes I do the same this thing. many minutes this many minutes and then I just need medication to do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, mm, ice bath. It's a good time. Uh oh, I lost Ian. everyone. More things to do here than North Carolina. Yeah, because it's a bigger city. Yeah, you're definitely going to have more stuff. And it's more Southern, more popular. <sighs> and you get flashed on Mardi Gras. Isn't that where it is? No, it's Louisiana. Mm, Louisiana. It's pretty much, it's all the same, the butthole of the United the States. The butthole. Yeah. Big old sweaty butthole. Did you ever get swamp butt? When I used to play drums, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like, you feel so cute. What like I would do to just like, collect oh some of those drips. <laughs> Um, but anyways, what was I talking about? Uh, ice baths. Uh, <laughs> every morning I get down to get my ice bath and I pray about what I'm thankful for, what I'm sorry for, and what I would like to change in my life. And I don't listen, um, to your prayers, but I think one of the biggest turn-ons, if you will, <laughs> is, you know, we have a vent like right above our bedroom. So I... One day I was like, what the hell is that noise? It just sounded like, <laughs> I'm like, what is it? It was driving me crazy. And I'm just walking around the room like, and then I get down and I'm like listening to the vent and it's you praying. I don't know what you said, yeah. but I was like, oh, my husband. It's so powerful <coughs> to have a man that prays over your family to me. How do you know I was praying over the family? Because you've told me. You're I right. don't know in that moment <laughs> if you were praying, but I know that you do that, whether it's on occasion or not. But it's so... Babies. <laughs> My babies is here. It's so powerful to... That was you, Brittany. Um, <laughs> <coughs> My sister's also... <laughs> I just love everybody. Um, <laughs> I I did a little dog, doggy hump on her yesterday when she nice. came to my work. <laughs> Sorry, we are going on so many sex tangents with this spiritual <laughs> talk. Um, <coughs> but when I get excited, I'm like a little puppy. 
anyways, feeling like you're covering our family in prayer is like so powerful and makes me feel really good and confident about our family because I do it too. And I never have felt like I'm alone in this and I'm the only one praying for our family. But when the man does it, the leader of your family, and I am all, I know so many women are just, Aww. yeah. I know so many women are just like, women can be leaders too. Yes. In like, you know, having a male leader in your family, which is a biblical thing is so powerful and so beautiful. And I want, I hope that the world can like my, my prayer for the world is that they understand that my prayer for this podcast is that they understand that having a leader. And it's not because like, Oh, I don't have to do anything. Like I see all these TikToks. It's like, <laughs> and it is funny, but I love holding my husband's hand because I just walk around aimlessly while he figures out where we're going, buys me an iced latte and <laughs> check. Okay. And the perimeter looks yes, clear. Yes. Yes. You're okay, just making no sure everything exits, is okay. We got two exit strategies. Okay. We got and yes, that me. is like so <laughs> wonderful. That's not exactly what I mean, but that also is wonderful to have that just protector. And it's a lot <clears throat> on your shoulders and could be burdensome for you, but at the same time, I truly feel like a male, like the male leadership in your family is a dynamic that I hope everybody can want and not see it as a um, masculinity, toxic masculinity or, so you know, annoying. all that stuff. It's toxic not that masculinity because I have my <coughs> own things in the house that I'm in charge of and that I take over and I'm in charge of like meal prepping and doing all of our meals and making sure the kids have like extracurricular activities. I definitely oops, have my role in the family and it's just as not, you know, it's just as important as what you do, but having uh -huh. that like male leader and I want people to not see that as such a bad thing. I feel like that's such a negative. We're a team. I don't, <coughs> I, I like a leader is a leader is just one person designated to for that role and you're still a team you're still working toward mm -hmm. the same goal i'm not a supervisor where i just go i'm directing the family you know Lindsay. <laughs> all right Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> you know uh, yes i i i think i fit nicely in that role of leader though because that's i a natural spot and the only time i feel like i feel like our family isn't working functioning properly is when i'm not being allowed to lead or or there's yeah. friction in my leadership or trusting of my judgment or whatever you know stuff well you like also that. married into a <coughs> uh single mother i was a single mother so i was used to being like in charge of chil my child what i was just agreeing with Agreeing. jd a marriage is a team yes so it's ta i still struggle with that sometimes because it's like I've raised a child on my own for five years, but not really because I had a lot of help. But it's like you came with that. I was also a manager for a long time. So I had that like in me to just like lead, 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 lead. And it, that has slowly dissipated. But it's like I th you've got that where you need it. Mm -hmm. um, I think you need to reignite that fire in areas, especially the bedroom. Oh my God. Here we go again. <laughs> Spirituality sex talk. We should name it that. Spirituality sex talk. I feel <laughs> close to God when we're in the bedroom. Can I just say that? I'm very <laughs> spiritual in the bedroom. It can, yeah, sex can be like a very spiritual thing. It can be. Yeah. Like some of our, some, sometimes it's like, sometimes it's just like, yeah, but then sometimes it's like, Connection. I feel so close to you and. It's really hot in here. Oh my God. Yeah, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's be the mold one. Um, what was it saying? Oh, I was so you were talking about the leadership, the male leadership, and yeah. why like you wish people understand. There's like studies, and I, if I knew this was gonna come up, I would have pulled up that exact study. But there's studies like on the way that um, girls interact with each other and the way guys interact with each other, and and uh, Thanks, babe. one of the studies was showing that like guys will play games where there's a hierarchy structure where they will leaders will happen and then they'll compete and play games and stuff like that. And girls, they structure themselves where no one's the leader. It's just about relationships and personalities. And there's nothing wrong with either of those things. And there's also nothing wrong with a girl fitting more in line with the guys or the guys fitting more in line with the girls. Those are all fine. Mm -hmm. But it would be wrong if like I married a girl who was also more in league with the guys and was fighting for leadership the whole time or if I was a very submissive person relational and I married someone like you there's more relational stuff like that too because we would there would be no leader there'd be chaos all the time Mm -hmm. and so someone needs to step up if you're in that kind of relationship someone needs to step up and someone needs to step down and Mm -hmm. God made a plan for it but if you want if you think your plan's better Give it a shot. I mean, you've been doing Pro it for tip, how long? Your plan has it is been working? never better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say when people like say, "Oh, God doesn't know." Like, well, okay, you've been living your life. How long? You're. How do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Are you doing good? And that's what I wrote that in the book too. It's like, hey, if your life's perfect and you never wonder if I could do better, or like sometimes I would lay in bed at night and think, like, why am I like this? How, why can't I change? Why can't I be a better person? You know. And it's like if that if you don't ever. Th- lay in bed and think about that stuff, then don't read this book. (laughs) Okay. This book is for people who want to change. who want to be better. Yeah. And God is for people who want to change, want to be better. If you're already the perfect person, God's not for you. You're nailing it. You're killing it. Keep on doing that. Like winning, like, cause you're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but if you, if you are weak, if you, if you do struggle with things, if you, um, you know, you're not getting it right. You're not, living the best life um god mm-hmm. he's the answer or she or they whatever i don't know i just call god a he because because he's our leader take me to your leader take me no. to <laughs> and there's a difference between a man's love and a woman's love too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure like the way i love <coughs> they're okay. equally good loves right. i don't want to say one is better than the other but the way like a man loves is more like a <coughs> discipline yeah exactly disciplinarian love where like hey you need to grow you need to change and a mother is more like here everything's okay i got you i love you let me keep you safe in here forever and they're both necessary for mm-hmm. good growth since Brittany's on here this made me think of her because <laughs> i feel like there are instances where it is like when she was living with us, she mm-hmm. was the disciplinarian. Between us two, it was <laughs> like, oh, whoa, Brittany's, Aunt Brittany's here. And I feel like with her and Zach, it would probably be, he'd be like the lovey one and she'd be. So no, I feel they're like. They're probably they're well, yeah, probably yeah. pretty similar, but they're they're both like more country bred people. Yeah, that's true. So, and that's just, and I think a lot of what she was doing was more like respect for us yeah. than her own parenting. I think she knew how I wanted things to be. And so mm-hmm. she was respecting those rules with the kids. Yep. I think so. <coughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Brittany. I don't know. Um, 
Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. But I'm just saying, like, there's not, there are mothers that aren't more disciplinarians than the lover. But my mother was, um, she wanted to be the disciplinarian. I didn't have any disciplinarian. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> my mother wanted to be like the strict, tough, you know, uh, mom, but she wasn't. Um, and that's, she was just trying to fill a role mm-hmm. that she felt needed to be filled. And um, good for her for trying, but it doesn't work um, for a mom. I don't, I don't think any mom, I mean, you can like have this like, ah, but really like the, the dad, even if the dad is like, I don't know. It's, it's true because it's like not always the same. But like with with my mom, at least in my experience, it was like, I get what you're doing here, but you're always going to rescue me. You're always going to save me, yeah. and that's the love you need from your mom. That's probably how I am with the kid. Well, mainly Lincoln. It's like I can say, "Clean your room, clean your room, clean your room, clean your room," and he doesn't. And the second you come up, Lincoln, listen to your mom, respect your mom, clean your room. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, where have you been? Uh, yeah, so. Well, a, a trick that my mom used to do that worked on us was she would say, I'm going to tell your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't like when I say that either. Um, which it's, Especially it does. Especially Lincoln. He really wants to please you. and Yeah, and it, do, it does suck having to be the guy who is that, who's like the, oh, I got to come home now. And because you told, you know, they're going to be in trouble. Now I have to come home straight away and spank my kids. And it sucks to be that person. Oh, I'll spank. <laughs> they just, it, it just won't like just affect them. Just get with a Cody, belt. With Cody, it would because she's more of a mama's girl. But just get a belt, bro. I would, n- I couldn't. I don't, I respect, <laughs> but I couldn't. Not with the kids. With the dogs, yeah. But not with the kids. Yeah, the dogs are. Actually, I've used a spoon before on them. Yeah. And that was very effective because I have not used a spoon in a long time. Yeah, I s- literally can just say it now. Like, do I need to get that do again? I need to get do we need spoon? to bring that out I again? Pull a switch off. Like a lot of <sighs> me chocla. A lot of <laughs> kids used to get just slapped around and backhanded or punched even by their parents. Yeah, my dad slapped me once, and it was like mortifying to him. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was for both of us. It was like same. But, um, f- dude, like kids go through that all the time and yeah. we have no idea and we just think they're just shitty terrible kids and what's going on at home mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with spirituality no, except we, that we should pray for those kids yeah because sometimes it is yeah a lot of times people don't yeah <sighs> anyways anyways what you got i know you got something no i think i got everything oh we have been talking for a hot minute now yeah uh well, in that case, want to go do karaoke? 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 I don't know. That's up to you. Karaoke. Karaoke. As long as we can pray <laughs> on the way. Yeah. We love you guys so much. Thanks for um, the like four of you that support us. Yes. Thank you so much. And <coughs> for those listening, donate $5, $10, $20. Donate some money to Laundry Love for us. Or at least share it. And or share the video, share the website, share this, share this, guys. Um, it would really help us a lot. Yes, ask your question, absolutely. Um, yes, but question. Seriously, um, laundry love is getting bigger and bigger, and it's becoming more of a burden on us, and it's getting harder for us to afford. 
and it would really help if if you could just donate a little bit and so share this video ask people else to donate and all that other stuff um no i don't think we have talked about marriage counseling you mean like in a podcast or like tonight Brittany? like in one of our previous podcasts because marriage counseling is a great idea i think every Did i we, we talked to justice i think yeah right uh was it justice I feel like it wasn't justice. I feel like we talked to justice or something. Oh, it was, it was like that older gentleman. Yeah. With the glasses. We the did. You know what? I did marriage counseling with my ex-fiance. And. A lot of good that did. No, it did. Because <coughs> I think he maybe went to one and I went to the others. And she made me realize that, yeah, you're in the. And she was a Christian therapist and him and I were both Christians. And she made me realize, like, you're just in this. You're settling. You're, you know, so she helped me realize that. So I can't. And the. the but you were still going to do it. I was still going to do it because I he had already made up his mind at that point. I'm pretty sure. But um, I was still like willing to make it work. Because to me, it's like I've already come this far. I have a child. If Juliana wasn't in the picture, I probably would not have. But I don't know. That's another thing too. Sex. That's something that for that sex for marriage thing. It's like children are. Um, it's weird to say consequence of that because yeah. Juliana is great. But. You know, you, you mess around, you're going to that's going to happen. And then when you have a kid and that's a whole nother obstacle and you want to find security and love and relationships, all these things mm-hmm. it's all about the drama and love and relationships. Sorry. Relationships. <laughs> it's part. It's how he says it in the song. Okay. Relationships. Baby face. Hashtag baby face. Um, yeah, it's like this whole thing. But let's talk about that and maybe next week or something. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. Anyways, donate to laundry love. Link love in the Brady. description. And sister. I love and everyone who came to. And Ian, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, whoever you are. All of you. Just love you so. Yeah. Much. Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out. And please share the video with more people, yada, yada, yada. Thanks for sticking by for, what are we called again? Marriage is for quitters. Marriage is for quitters. Marriage is for For quitters, quitters. where we learn to marriage. Marriage is for for quitters. Wait, your right hand? Quitters. I don't know. No, wait, that's the wrong way. I know, but I'm looking like I'm doing something dirty. Quitters. We're learning to be your, stop being selfish and be your person's person. So we will see you next time.